I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Fly 008-072, ready for takeoff. You listen to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Are right. in the game? Oh, right, cool. we got that to zoom. <laughs> and it's live. <laughs> Love that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wowza. We got, got Stephen on the, the on the headphones today. Stephen up. on the headphones. Mic'd up. Mic'd, mic'd up. up, mic'd up, headphones like the, on. You know the How's it feeling? That's what it feels like. Right <laughs> Good game, Pat. Good game, Pat. <laughs> Are you not is is the um is the audio coming through Zoom, yeah? And not the computer? Hmm? Is it audio? You see Zoom? Is it is it connected to the um, mixer? Uh, yes, I hope so. I think, I think so. I think. Yeah, uh, it should be. Yeah, great technique, huh? Yeah, that uh, cool. Yeah, you mean the sound? Is it coming out of the computer? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it is it is? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well gone. <laughs> Not much, bro. Yeah, it's brisk. You know, I love that word. <laughs> Why game. do you like it so much? Brisk, like it just yeah. sounds as cold. It's not onomatopoeia, but it just sounds like an upgrade of cold, isn't it? Yeah, Karen is brisk. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear. You can hear him clearly. Brisk, yeah, yeah, yeah. clear enough. So yeah, okay, we're clear good, enough. Bro. Oh, good man, good. Headphone Haroon, how are you, my brother, over there in London? I'm okay, man. I'm okay. It's been um my 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 weeks. The first week, I kind of missed Amsterdam, innit? Really? Yeah. Really? So like, yeah, man. Why? Just like, um. Because, like, um, that's where my whole, like, I've built a, a life there, innit? Three mm. years, almost. Mm. And um, I think, I was, I was chatting to Anna yesterday, and I was just saying, like, um, everyone there is kind of on the same time, innit? If that makes sense. Like, everyone's kind of doing the same thing or similar things. They're, like, mm. either in the same industry. So that everyone kind of understands that, or everyone kind of knows that. The flow. Yeah, sort of thing. I get it. Obviously, I've come back home. And everybody's just doing a different thing. So mom's out yeah. doing this or dad's doing this. My brother's doing this. Got the foster kids as well. Mm. And like my boys are all doing different things as well. So it's kind of just like getting back into the flow of things. That's interesting. You're recalibrating yeah. almost. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and yesterday was the first day. I've been back on, well, tomorrow, the 23rd will be a month, yeah. So I've been back a month basically. And yesterday was the first day that I had time to not do anything. And it was weird. Like, I just was reflecting a lot yesterday. Mm. But no, other than that, I'm good, man. Like, I feel like I'm having, um, yeah, getting back to just being at home. But I'm all right, man. How are you lot over there in Amsterdam? <laughs> over to you, Kwame. <laughs> well, Bob, um, no, um, yeah, I'm blessed, man. Just thriving and surviving. Cough the oil on the beard every day. Trying to be like yeah, fast oil, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been using now, lately. Argan oil. Oh, 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 the Moroccan thing. Proper things. Yeah. Proper things. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the Argan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got Argan angels. It doesn't smell buff though. Doesn't. Smell, it doesn't smell. I pink said now. buff, bro. I love it. No, but the the impact is wavy still. Yeah, but I, I I definitely think you have more 
I want to say follow cues. I, I, I think you are blessed. Um, I think you're blessed like what do you call it <laughs> follicularly we're going to say that we're going to try that follicularly follicularly you're follicularly more blessed Come than I am bro. but no all good <laughs> yeah bruv I can't or people I can't complain I mean it's not even what made you smile but yeah I'm good I'm I will get into that um, I'm tired and achy but I'm alive and I'm here so yeah it's good achy breaky fam achy breaky uh, we're good uh, I was about to call you Stephen We're good Kira man It's obviously You know <laughs> Reacclimatising to the To the sound I think it took us 35 minutes today That was on that me That was on me No excuses No banter I oh, made a no, mistake We're going to throw you Under the bus bro We're a oh, team Okay We're a team We're a team Today um, <laughs> Oh <laughs> Is he trying to say Is he trying to say yeah. shot, bro? No, I'm just saying wow. He said today <laughs> Wow Man was out here Trying to protect you That's bro. true That's true That's true <laughs> Tell him Tell him yeah Man <laughs> Mad. Trust me, Jeanette. Trust me, Jeanette. No, no, we're getting used to it, K-Man. Real talk, yeah. bro. Like, we're, yeah, we're, we're enjoying it. Um, well, enjoying is a strong word. But uh, I got here early. You know, I was excited to just unpack the mics. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get everything ready. I felt like a responsible man today. I felt very responsible. But, um, I think the results have been great. Like, just listening back to the last few episodes that we've done... Mm. Everything's sounded really good, so yeah, man. I think we're we're picking up, we're learning, we're enjoying the process, and uh, hopefully we can give you a little bit of a hand with the the, the post production as well. Yeah, we're gonna um, get into that soon, which will come soon. But um, I think for for everyone that's listening, you know, I don't think there's been too many complaints, so all good in the hood. Let's uh, let's talk about what made us smile this week. First of all, maybe it's important to acknowledge that this is going to be an episode that has a lot of topical issues at the moment. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe not going to be like the most banterous of episodes, if that's a word, but obviously we'll, we'll throw our, our charm in there. Try um, to. But it'll be nice to start on a, on a positive note and just see, yeah, like what's, what's been making everyone smile. So, Kieran, over to you in London. <laughs> well, London is great, man. It's great over here. Man. <laughs> um, what's been making me smile? Um, obviously, as you guys know, I'm on 30-day challenge of uh, training with my young G, Nathaniel N.K. Grass. Follow the... Follow the Shout him out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my little brother who's, what, 18? I came back home and I was like, you know what? I've seen, well, I've been seeing him doing this thing, basically training. And I was like, you know what? I really want to just start training with him. So I was like, Nath, let's do a 30-day challenge. He's like, I'm on it. So every day we wake up, we kind of walk to the park or run to the park or do a 4 or 5K before we train. And you get out there super early. And it's just all like bar work, isn't it? So he's been Bloody putting hell. me through my trade, my my, pla- my paces. And I've been seeing the changes already because he's got me eating clean. I haven't had no sugar. Really? Nah, no sugar. No, I've only been drinking water. Occasion, I've, I've had like two beers when I had like a few like conversations with other people. Mm. But um, nah, like training with Nathaniel has been making me smile. Shout um, out to Nathaniel, man. Yeah, shout out to Nathaniel. Uh, what else was I going to say I wrote this shit down so I wouldn't forget uh, yesterday <laughs> yesterday this is so like trivial my mum was um, she was in the kitchen I was like oh mum do you need any help she's like no 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 I'm fine I was like no no let me help you do something she's like oh do you know what I was going to hoover the, the the living room do you mind just doing it for me I was like alright I was like where's the hoover she's like there so we got Dyson fam the Dyson is Peak, bro. It's a mad thing, isn't it? Oh my god! I, <laughs> yo, and I was just hoovering around, yeah. 
just smiling to myself like, this appliance is wicked, bro. The Dyson was just getting in all the nicks and crannies, picking up all the dirt. I could see it. I was like, So you know you're sick. becoming an uncle, bro. You're becoming a fully fledged uncle. Getting excited about Dyson. About... But you know what? I'm going to join you in your uncleness because um, I was at my lady's house on Friday and we yeah. was watching Coming to America. Two. Yeah, the, the, oh, two, yeah? Yeah, and What's there's a scene... Huh? Yeah, 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 because they haven't seen it. So there was okay, a scene okay. when um, Eddie Murphy and his wife are lying in bed. And I said, those silk cushions look mad comfortable. <laughs> mad comfortable. <laughs> and then I, I paused, I was like, yo, if I was like 15, I wouldn't even, you know what I mean? Like them little details, I wouldn't even pre it. I just said to myself, I, I think I want to buy some silk cushions it's now, bro. True, bro. So it's true. I'm going to put it out there. By the next episode, or maybe the one after, I'm going to have some silk cushions, bro. <laughs> I'm going to have some silk cushions. You heard it here first. Out yeah, of home yeah. exclusive. Breaking news. Yes, about to get some silk cushions, bro. Uh, Silky so, Samuel, bro. Silky Samuel. Bro. We're here already. <laughs> so it was, um, yeah, that. And then... Um, blue, uh, it was my... <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, back to you, KK. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it, it's my boy, it was my boy Vince's birthday. Uh, oh, big up Vince. Friday. Just turned 30. So, um... Had like had a um, he set up a Zoom call and we were doing this this quiz on Kahoot. Shout out to Kahoot one time. Obviously, your boy KK came in with the winnings. I won. You love came it first. Love it. Had to had to fend off about twenty people, and I was mm. like maybe fifth until the tenth question, and then I held my own. Got some questions wrong, but you know, shout out Vince on his birthday. Shout out the man Mandem as well, May Fizzy, and also just talking to Anna this week, man. It's been awesome. So shout out to AC. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff just been making me smile this week, man. You get me? So yes, sir. Over to you in Amsterdam. I'm gonna ask my brother, Yeah, what's Yo. been making you smile this week, man? Two things. Yes, two please. very simple things. The first one, man was doing up DIY Deji IKEA Idris. All of that good stuff <laughs> yesterday. Yo, he's on form today, you know. Listen, <laughs> listen, I saved all my energy for this episode. <laughs> After this, I'm just going to plumb it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna, red arrow. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to whimper like a, what do you call it? Um, a, a, what do you call it? A whoopee cushion, you know what I mean? Shout out to whoopee cushion. But no, I um, yeah, hit up Ikea yesterday, just bought a few bits and pieces um, home office is looking legit now in the crib. Mm. Everyone knows that when it comes to me, I'm not the guy when it comes to DIY, bruv. So uh, my lady helped me out. Shouts out to her. Um, did most of the work, I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I realised? I'm just, I'm just slow when it comes to DIY. Like, you know, you've got to screw something in. Like, I'm taking, like, the screwdriver keeps falling out of the screw. Yeah, and then I'm having to hold the screw. Put this... and by, um, by the time I'm... My girl's done her half. I haven't even yeah. done like my, like, yeah. I haven't even put in the first screw. Yeah. You get me? So I'm just slow when it comes to DIY. But anyway, uh, got that sorted, cleaned the whole house. It just looks nice and refreshing now. So it feels like a bit of a new space. I can finally start working in on a desk and on a sofa. Um, and then the second one is, it's actually my little sister's birthday today, Atlanta. Oh, happy, happy birthday to Atlanta, yeah. man. So 18, right? Milestone, bro. 18 oh, today. Wow. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, congrats. Man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, um, yeah, crazy because... So she was born prematurely. She was born a month early. Um, and when she was born, I think I was about nine or ten. Um, and at that age, obviously, I wasn't a grown human like I am now. Oh. 
But I just remember her being so small that she could fit in my one hand as a 10-year-old. Wow. She was honestly tiny, bro. Tiny. So, and I, I like, I don't remember things too vividly from my childhood, yeah. But that was like a really vivid moment that I can just go back to right away and just think, wow. And then to see her now, That's Big amazing. Bad 18, yeah. you know, <laughs> she was on the pod last week and she was talking really eloquently. It's just so amazing to see. And I think... She's had quite a few, um, the last few years have been quite transformative for her. She's really sort of found her identity, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. growing into a, a beautiful young woman. So um, just really happy. Obviously couldn't be there and that's a bit yeah, of a shame, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some of the stuff she was doing for a party and, and all of that. And yeah, just, just gas for her, man. And just gas for her trajectory and what she's going to continue to do. So those are the two things that have been making me smile. Obviously a whole bunch more, but those are the highlights. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pass it over. To my yoga friend Stephen Apampa, <laughs> yoga friend, um, I need who to is giving me vibes that. right now with the swinging leg, <laughs> headphones this is a on. Metronome. So you guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, tempo. I need to start doing what Kieran does and write stuff down. But let me let me try and remember this. Oh, um, I know I got a new laptop this week. Oh yeah, actually. actually okay. Um, what are you rocking with now? Um, I'm a I'm a MacBook Pro guy. What? What? MPG, yeah. <laughs> MP. Is that you, bruv? You're right over there. No, I'm not alright. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, got that. Uh, it's been a long battle to get uh, justice for upgrading the <laughs> the air that was on. <laughs> this guy has had so many mares, yeah. So like, obviously, audience. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever we um, create assets, whatever, obviously we have to like render them on Photoshop, After Effects, whatever. And like, if Steven's doing it, it just takes like literally hours. Yeah, I remember one time you actually had to bring your laptop with you because yeah. something was rendering. So I remember long. the eons ago we we went to um, we went we went to um, a, a, a studio in North. Steven yeah, 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 yeah. That's the time, yeah. And he had to he, he had to respectfully. Bust open his laptop and like and like what you and like, and like what you call it? I, I I had to put it in my box and allow it to make sure that when I was riding my bike, like I, 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 I didn't let it sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a long journey, bro. So we're here with you, man. We're happy for you, bro. We're happy those for you, assets man. that you guys just flick by. If you knew the blood, sweat, and tears like overnight rendering sessions, you know what I mean? That's bad. Um, but that's come through, so that, that's good. I feel like... Big ups. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's going to ease a lot of things. And then, um, yeah, like, yeah, I ordered some uh, office equipment, so it, it, excited for that to arrive. Um, now, I had a had my first presentation this week to, like, the global team. So, like, obviously, I've joined a new team, and then I was like, big moment I don't normally get like nervous but I was for some reason and it went really well, well good man I mean there wasn't so much for me to actually do but what, what I did do got received uh, well um, so that so that was like a big relief moment because I've been kind of working a lot um, this week specifically on that and then but do you, um, sorry to cut do you know yeah. what's sick about that yeah I think like if you think about you just said you don't get nervous much innit mm. try to think about the last time you got nervous I think it's good because it shows that you're you're doing st- like you're doing new stuff now, isn't it? And you're out of your comfort zone. It's yeah. pushing you and it's mm-hmm. it's helping you grow, bro. So it's 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 almost I'm celebrating the fact that you got nervous. Mm. I know it's that, but I won't realize until the actual so I'll the moment. Be, yeah. yeah, I'll be I'll be fine, and I'm like, who is this person that showed up to speak? I'm like, can you get a grip of yourself? Like, <laughs> yeah. Our body experience is natural, like, man. And like, like, like so, so it's like pausing over 
words or saying random words that normally wouldn't. So I'm like, who are you? It happens to the best of us, bro. Trust me, man. You're back in your just box. Just got to ride it. Yeah, bro, trust. So, 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 yeah, no, I just went with the went with the flow as well. Like a lot of this week was just going with the flow and I was just like realising that, okay, cool. Somehow I'm very light on my feet because uh, <laughs> a lot of those situations <laughs> required heavy improvisation. So that was... That was good. And then I managed to see some of my new teammates on Friday. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, shout out Harold and Oksana. So that was cool. Um, so it, it's weird because of COVID. Like, I think like Oksana's joined the team for like a, she's been there for like a year plus. And there's still some members that she hasn't met just due wow. to. Wow. Like, the first time me and you. Yeah. No, I met her before, okay. but like since um, this like um, new new role is like the first time linking up. And then obviously the other guy. Harold, shout out, Medeba. The other guy. He's a legend, Harold. Harold Harold deserves a whole... Harold. He deserves a whole franchise. Yeah, like, you know the IG highlights, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he deserves his own thing. And, like, no context. You see Harold, you see Harold. Yeah. There's a trilogy. A trilogy, that's what Harold deserves. But, um... No, it's, it's good to see him and just bringing the energy in. And I was just, like... We was just in that moment, I was reflecting because I think in my second year, like, Harold was my manager. And then, like, fast forward to three or four years, and then, like, we're working together. It's just yeah, like, that's dope, man. Yeah, it's just yeah, funny. Um, anyone that knows Keynote, I'll tell this funny story. This is hilarious. That's um, what Keynote? Keynote. Yeah, it's yeah. like a presentation tool, so yeah. Mac's version of PowerPoint. Um, so there was one slide that Harold sent me, and I couldn't work out why this thing was one gig. There was no... One slide was one gig? Yeah, there was no, there was no video, there was nothing. <laughs> and I was just like... So I was just like, Harold. So I, I was fascinated by this. So I then started removing stuff. And then I realized that this guy was just layering on one slide. Oh the whole goodness. history of the company could have been unearthed in one slide. Like you go back, you go back, you go back. And I was just like, Harold, why didn't you just start a new presentation? Like, no, no, you know, mate, you know, I thought it'd be just quicker if no, just put it in here, you know. Yeah, mate, you know. And I was just like, Harold, oh, like you literally have the company's whole history on oh. one slide. I was just like, just sometimes delete. There's no That's his to... version of a backup. <laughs> That's his version of backing up other files, bro. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen and will ever see in my life, in keynote-wise, anyway. Um, but yeah, those are the things that made me smile. And I'm going to pass it over to the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Mad um, yeah, a few things. Uh, shout out to Yaf, actually. Um, uh, like we had the conversation him and Kieran had a conversation with me earlier this year about like just basically me like uh, tapping into my talents so I must send Yaf a voice note about like or like a, 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 a random song and like how I, how I look forward to being able to break songs apart yeah. Yaf was like bro it's Friday like have you got an article I'd, like basically he gave, he gave me a, a test or a task of like just coming up with article ideas I'm a writer and a very good one but I don't write enough so that, that's why that's it, it, I guess kind of frustrating for others and myself. And I was like, "Have you got an article?" I was like, "Bro, haven't no excuses." And yesterday, me, what do you call it? Jennifer was on my lap. I, I was in my little like, what do you call it? Studio booth setting or whatever, and I I just started cooking. Like Sick. it's a it's an exciting yeah, article. Yeah. It's a it's a ten year anniversary of a, a landmark recording. Like all will be revealed when it comes. When and it's basically it? talking about. Like how I felt listening to it ten years ago, what I was doing ten years ago, and how the music has aged in that oh, ten nice. years. So um, yeah, looking forward to that, and just so thank you for that inspiration, my brother, and also be pushing me. And then uh, two things made me smile, or one thing made me really smile, but another thing, just talking to people randomly. Um, 
uh, a, a good friend of mine and the pod actually, and I think you don't met her briefly, uh, Anahita from, uh, from 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 work. She shouted me out randomly. Said, "Hey, Kwame, just letting you know." And we and we talk a little bit through Diversity Collective and whatnot. So, hey, Kwame, just letting you know that I've been listening to the Out of Home podcast recently, and you lot just. You're like I really enjoy listening to oh, you. You understand? That's nice, man. And I was Thank like, oh, that's that's very nice to hear. Speak up, speak up, speak up. So hopefully I'm gonna link up with first student go for a long walk. Have a lot of a uh, lot of time for that one. Mm. And then I was talking to um, a friend of the show also uh, through IG actually. And you know, and you know, a lot of times we have like Toronto and 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 whatnot. Come up, shout out to Phoebe, and she she was like, um, yeah, basically I, 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 I listen to your show and I really enjoy it. It's nice to hear you lot speak on real subjects. We have banter, and but she said like it took her a while to get to the accents, which I think like oh really yeah yeah, yeah which I think is interesting because it takes it takes me <laughs> oh. takes me back to what some people were saying when they first heard it, which is, an, is another sign of just the international audience we have. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, because I've I've seen some numbers from like Toronto and Brampton, and she was like, well that's probably me because I I do a lot of driving. So oh. in between those, I'm like, raw. That's shout dope. Out to Toronto. So, shout out so yeah, to shout, shout out to Toronto. Shout out to Phoebe. Also Brooklyn as well. Yeah, shout out to Brooklyn, bro. <laughs> so we see some, we see some numbers come back from America, and yeah. almost half of it in the big bad United States, in 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 fifty states, and shout. <laughs> Only like half of it comes from Brooklyn, bro. Not not, not New York. Jay Z's wow. bro. Shout out to Uncle Murder and all them, man, bro. Yeah, so, shout out to them. Marcy Projects and that. Exactly. So that was funny. Harry and then, staying woke on that. <laughs> home, bro. Like, I can imagine, bro. I can imagine, bro. But that, that, that's the reason why he's burning incense when he went to Boston. Right? <laughs> hey, shout uh, out to our international lastly, listeners, man. Exactly. Yeah, all of you, all of you around the world and on this planet. And then lastly. Um, it looks like I'm going to London for the first time Oy. in a long time. So, How long has it been? How long has it been? Well, I, I, I think it will be 16 months. Wow. wow. Which is amazing because I live wow. so close. And there's a lot of issues and like Brexit and, and Corona mutations. My parents being stranded and also just, yeah. So I'm looking to go next. Or, but hopefully by the time the next pod drops, I'll be in London. And hopefully I can see Kieran and my parents. Yeah, just yeah. So we we'll see what happens. Also, even though we live in Netherlands and we've like UK has left the EU per se, a four-hour train ride feels very European to me, and I'm excited mm, about it. So, bro, it's one of the uh, best things, fam. Yeah, yeah, Kieran. I have to ask you for some tips and like, do do, do 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 I need a UK plug or an an L plug for my laptop? But anyways, bro, we're here, we're blessed, and oh, hopefully no. I see my family soon. I feel the uh, I feel a coming to America spinoff. Has of uh, you going back to London? Yeah, bro. There, there, there could be a lot of content still. I'm, see, I'm seeing like Mace welcome back in the background. <laughs> then, uh, the video, yeah, but like, uh, 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 oh, my mum and dad like roll out a real like what do you call it, jollof carpet for me when I get back in. It, <laughs> so uh, real jollof. Oh my, you understand? So yeah, that's me. Oh, amazing, man. That's I me. think um yeah, like we we set up at the beginning. This is if anyone has come for. Some laughs and some banner. There might be some, but I think you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about something that's pretty serious right now. Yeah, um, maybe it will be nice for us to actually talk about how we got here, because there are a lot of conversations, right? Like back and forth between us, very passionate conversations. Yeah. Us respectfully disagreeing with each other on whether mm-hmm. we should run it. Um, but Kieran, I'd like you to frame it up, and then we can chip in as well because yeah, I feel I'm... like you was a big, um, yeah, you 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 was pushing it rightfully so. And I think it would just be nice for us to, first of all, introduce the topic yeah. and then talk about how we got here and why why we're talking about it. Yeah, man. Honestly, like, 
So, I guess obviously we we put out our International Women's Day uh, episode two weeks ago now, right? Yeah. And for all perfect, all uh, intensive purposes, we got a very good response from it, and people really enjoyed the the the, the episode, and um, it was great to kind of have our guests on the show to just give them a platform and speak about the great things that they're doing in their lives. You know what I mean? Um, and I got I got a few like comments back from our listeners and people that listen to the pod and they were basically just saying how this is awesome that you guys are doing this there was also something that's happening within the world that I think would be awesome to get your perspective on and um, yeah and like and um, so this person this person called Caroline she spoke to me and she said uh, there's the case of um, this lady called Sarah Everard and a case of uh, this this woman called Blessing Ola Sagan. Um, Sarah, Sarah Everhart was kidnapped in South London, Clapham, and was found um, in Kent, Ashford, uh, murdered. And it turned out that it happened by a police officer. And uh, Blessing Ola Sagan was found on a beach somewhere. I think uh, Brighton, I think. Brighton, yeah. yeah maybe, yeah. Um, she was murdered too. And... Um, so that that she 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 said that to me. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then um on one of the one of the mornings I was training with my brother, Steph came, shout out to Steph. And um I think Sarah hadn't been found at this time. And Steph came to me and was like, Yo, they found Sarah. And at this point, I don't think I actually knew what was happening because I'd been in Amsterdam, I I haven't been close to the UK news, I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, who's Sarah, bro? And he's like, bro, she got kidnapped from South uh from Clapham. She'd been found in 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 Ashford. Like, and to put to put things into perspective for people who don't know London or the UK, Clapham to, to Ashford is like going from Amsterdam Central to the Hague, right? Yeah. Like it's it's a distance. It's so an, she, at least an hour journey, maybe. Yeah. Like, so she yeah. she was taken a, a long way. And I think like one of you told me that I, I didn't it didn't register with me because I was like, okay, like, that's that's mad. Like, that's, that's what I'm thinking, that's mad. And mm-hmm. then I then I started to hear and see the outpouring on uh, on socials and the news from people. And uh, that Friday, I was actually meant to go and see Liv. My friend Liv, you guys know Liv, Liv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. show out of homie. And um, I couldn't make it in the daytime. And I was like, oh, Liv, uh, come, like, meet me at, like, in the evening, like, five or something. And we were meant to walk to each other. She's like, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I was like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, given the, the situation that's happening, I don't want to, like, leave my house. I feel very, like, um, I don't feel I don't feel safe right now. I was mm-hmm. like, 100%, that's cool. So I, I start to unpick the conversation with her. I was like, like, Liv, has, has there any, like, have you ever um, experienced, um, have you ever felt super unsafe or... Basically, I was just trying to get to the crux. I didn't really... You wanted to understand it, I right? wanted to understand As a right? man. Yeah, as a man. Because right? I'm like, I, I, me personally, I know there's dangers outside. But for me, and growing up as a youth, it was more like, I might run into trouble with some man them in the end. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it might just be like, they might be looking for... They might be looking for trouble in the terms of, they want to either rob me or do me wrong. Yeah. That type of... That type there, of man. Mm. You get me? Yeah. So I wanted to understand it from her perspective. And she was telling me stuff about, like, how she's been followed home before. 
um, how she'd be walking on the street and a guy, a, guy, a, a car full of guys would just pull up to her to talk to her. And like, she's just saying how like sometimes men don't use their sense when it comes to certain things like this, right? So I, we, have, we go back and forth and I'm pondering on it like the whole week. I'm like, rah, like I really, we should really talk about this because I was... I, it, it it conflicted me, right? Because mm-hmm. as a as a community platform and as a platform that wants to be... Um, we want to change the world, bro. Be to yeah, clarity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. For, for a platform that wants to change the world, as we always say, out of home to the world, for a platform that wants to change the world, I was like, we need to... I need to take this to the mandem in some sort of way so that we can talk about this because it's important right now, yeah? And um, so the week the week goes by... And I'm still looking like online and whatever and Twitter and IG and the news and having conversations with my friends and with my family. And but I'm not seeing I'm not seeing men speak about it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I woke up on a Saturday or a Sunday morning and I got I got the same feeling. I got the same feeling that I had um around BLM when George Floyd died. Mm-hmm. And I ended up sending an email to the workplace that I worked because I was like, how comes we aren't speaking about this yet, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, no, I need to... At that point, at that time in the summer, I was like, I need to put my words forward because I know I'm not going to be able to work come the Monday. I'm not going to be able yeah. to think straight if we don't start this conversation. So I had that feeling within me where I was like, as men, we need to have this conversation because I couldn't come on our pod and not talk about it had we not had this conversation or at least started this conversation. I wouldn't feel right if we didn't have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? So I put up a video on my IG and I was basically just saying how as someone who wants to be a, a voice of the community, as someone that wants to do better for his community and as a man who's grown up in South London um, and given the news that has happened, I just want to understand what we can do as men to, to help women feel safer within our communities. And then... Um, I got a few responses back and we can go through them once we go around the room and I know this is a long-winded way of setting up this conversation. But um, what what was really interesting to me was that most of the responses that I got were from women. And yeah, we'll go through them. But I was like, so where's the guys that are having this conversation? And then it kind of dawned on me. I was like, nah, this is a very, very, very important conversation that we need to have as men together before we um, invite women to have the conversation too. Mm-hmm. Because in the, same, in the same instance of like, if you take racism, for instance, yeah, black people have been talking about racism or, or people of colour have been speaking about racism for a hell of a long time. And it gets to a point where it reaches a saturation point within your community where it's like, how many times are you going to say this? How many times are we going to say that? So yeah. then I was like, women have been... Um, marginalized and dehumanized in many ways for a very long time, and I was like, "They've, I'm sure they've been having these conversations amongst their friends." Because when I was actually talking to other people, they have those conversations, right? And I was like, "Well, if if we can stay as black people as well, and I know this is two separate conversations, but kind of relatable." I was like, "If we can say, but we didn't create this thing, we need to be able to. White people need to do their job too." as men in society, 
I feel like we need to do our job as well of having this conversation yeah. amongst ourselves and then see what we can do in terms of protecting women or also just protecting or, or and teaching and, and, and educating ourselves as men now and for the future generation that are coming to know how to respectfully move in a world where women don't feel safe enough to be themselves in it. So, yeah, so I brought the conversation to you, man. And we're here, like, we're, we're having this conversation today and I think it's... Okay, sorry to cut you. Yeah. I think we should talk about as a group how we got here. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, like, no. that's that's the setup for sure, but yeah. even amongst ourselves, we were quite, like... It's probably the most... Wait, wait, like, before we go there, we should probably then ask him, how did you feel when you first heard about it? How did you feel when you first heard about it? So that mm. we can get that initial reaction because I think that's also important. Well, having two younger sisters, like, of course, the extreme events that took place um, and continue to take place were, to be honest, not really a surprise. It weren't really a surprise. And I know, Kieran, when you brought it to the group, um, I wasn't quite sure what we were trying to solve by having this conversation. Mm. And I, I, was be, I was like, I can be honest and say, I was just thinking, yeah, but I'm st- irrespective of us having this conversation, I'm still going to tell my little sisters don't go out late at night, you know, because there's there's some really there's some really crazy people in the world, you know, and <clears throat> I, I really understand that we can have those conversations with other men in particular yeah. to try to um, change their ways of thinking and how they approach women, and you know, just understand the the micro, not even aggressions, but the things that happen. Microcosms almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the things that can happen that can influence how you make a woman feel. Mm. So um, I definitely think we can have a conversation around that. But my thing was like, I don't really think we can change a crazy person's behavior. So therefore, I'm still going to tell my sisters to not go out at night. And that was looking at it from a very extreme point of view. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of examples which we'll go in throughout the, we will go throughout the conversation, we'll go into throughout the conversation, got there yeah. in the end. Um and I also was just thinking, as for men, do we have the right, almost, yeah. um, to have this conversation? So that's kind of where my head was at and why I was a little bit on the fence. I knew we needed to have this conversation. Yeah. And um, for context, for people who are listening, we had some very heated but necessary conversations amongst mm-hmm. each other on whether we bring this episode to light. But I'm happy that we did. It was always going to be a matter of when we were always going to yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we were just a bit cautious as to how we approached it. Um, because in this world, you can say some, one thing wrong and people criticise you for it. But mm. I think we all believe in the power of conversation, conversation. which leads to action that yeah. changes changes things in it. So mm. that's how I felt. Colin, what about you? When did, uh, how did you feel when you found out and what happened since then? You know, it was it's like, I had this feeling of dread. And it's kind of weird because... Maybe tie back to earlier, but I felt a connection. Not well, because Sarah's like a young person in our age group per se, but also just living in South London. And like mm. there were some spots that she passed, which I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm from Southeast, but like I Clapham's knew of, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So then, um, but I was like, I had this feel of dread, not only about her like terrible event, but also just I've been, we've been here before. 
Like, when somebody is missing and somebody has a track record of being in touch with their family, this is not a good feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, w- 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 when you really, like, analyse the situation, like, Sarah was doing everything she could. She was on the phone. She was wearing bright clothing. Like, like so almost like she, she was, like, almost like she was equipped almost, right? Like, if anything happens. And then I was like, I just felt, like, terrible. Like, and then... It's even a member of law enforcement doesn't change it, but it's like, you're here to protect, not harm or kill, right? And then it just takes me back to a memory. Maybe it's unrelated, but to me, this is kind of what it had. A lot of times, my mom, a lot of times, so my dad went to Ghana, like, maybe 10, 12 years ago, like, just because he retired and he wanted to live in his place, right? No, 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 no. there was no divorce, but my mom was in the house with us. So she would go to a lot of, like, like a lot of, like, Ghanaian events and parties, on her own, per se. And she was driving. I was 16, 17. I couldn't drive. But I never allowed myself to sleep unless my mum was in the house. You understand? Mum's very responsible. She doesn't drink. She doesn't do that stuff. And like, But I know, I have a feeling that like, if, if, if my dad was there or if my dad was driving on himself, I'll go to sleep. Because I know he can't... You understand? It's like, I almost like I had this feeling that because my mum's a woman, she's not as safe, which is a terrible thing to say, but it's true. Um, so yeah, I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt really sad and I kind of had this, it was ominous and I didn't like the fact that it felt ominous. Um, obviously I have a little sister as well, Natalie, and you know, like I do think about these things, but yeah, it was, um, it was bad. It was bad. How about you, Pamps? Yeah, I think, um, Kieran touched on it earlier. I think my first feeling was just like general sorrow and then just a heaviness which almost like kind of just paralyzed me. Like I just, because it was the context of what we've had gone through last year and then everybody like, okay, cool. We're making changes as a society. And then to go back to this and then just the sadness of that story and in the wider context of what that means. And then hearing like, uh, it was fantastic response from the women also sharing those stories and educating as well. So reading all of that, it just felt very, it just felt very heavy and very sad. And then it was just in like a weird place, similar to what I was um, last year around um, George Floyd. So it just got, yeah, I just couldn't, I just felt, couldn't do anything, couldn't feel anything. I just felt like numb to everything it was weird feeling like I just wasn't able to respond so that's why when um we were bringing it up my own personal one was just um for time because yeah it hit <clears throat> not that it, I don't want to say it hit me heavy but it it just had an effect on me where I just couldn't I just couldn't process or take mm. in anything else it just it was just a feeling of heaviness and I was yeah. just like I need to clear this feeling of heaviness so that I can get back into the conversation and yeah. kind of like um re-engage my mind to it because I, yeah, I remember that I was just reading through a lot of stuff and it was just so, so heavy, so, so sad. And I just felt, in, just didn't feel able to do anything. For just, me. just to jump in, um, just to think about everything, like, you know, our, our um, this discussion isn't just about what happened to Sarah. No, it's no. about the, the violence against women, full yeah. stop. Yeah. And like, and like the, the most two, um, mainstream, the mainstream, the most too popular, popular, the most two. Covered. Yes, sir. Yeah, in terms of coverage, has been the the murders of Blessing and Sarah, and they're so tragic because Blessing was twenty one, I think Sarah was thirty one. Yeah. So the lives have ended before they've even started. You understand? And like they and and like they haven't done anything extraordinary. Yeah. 
They're walking home. And in, in a sense, that's not dangerous, right? You're not jumping out of a, a plane or something. But at the same time, walking home as a woman can be extraordinarily dangerous, you understand? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. so sad. Because mm-hmm. you're going to, you, you, regardless of where you are, where you stay, you're going to have to do it a lot of times. Mm. And it's like, I can't, something as, I don't want to say mundane, but something as commonplace as that, you understand? Like, and it's, it, it, it's, it's scary. It's scary yeah. to, to think like that, but it, can be, it must be so much scarier to be in that, you understand? Like, we, like we've all, all had instances where, you know, where, where, where we're younger, maybe even now, our, our ages, where it's like, I'm walking around this neighborhood as a guy, am, am I slipping? Am I this? Am I that? But... I haven't heard that word in time. <laughs> but like, oh. I like, I know I'm not... From South. Uh, like, I know I'm not a target because... You're, you're, I'm not. It's a privilege. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Male privilege. It's, bro, it's, it's true. Um, so, like, Kieran, thanks for... Um, Again, bringing the conversation to us. Yeah. Um, Yo, Ankia. Yo, Ankia okay. just bopped through. Um, yeah, no, thank you for bringing the conversation to us, man. I think it's something that we need to have. Just to echo Kwame's point, it's not something that happens in isolation. It happens mm. all over the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I was talking to my girl on Friday, telling her that we're going to have this conversation today. Yeah. And she was just telling me some of her stories in it about like how someone's followed her home from the station before and like men um, will try to like touch her waist or something yeah, or bum yeah, in the club yeah. and it's just like <clears throat> I think again it just comes from that male privilege in it yeah. but she gave me a really good analogy she said like and she, she also said like she'll be walking and like some older men will just say the like vulgar yeah, stuff to yeah, her innit yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really weird because we was walking at night going to Albert Hein, shouts out to Albert Hein, to buy some vegan Netflix and chill Ben and Jerry's, which yeah. slaps, by the way. That's a flavour, isn't it? It slaps, bro. What is... Bro, what is, it slaps. There's you... brownie, peanut, some, some peanut concoction and pretzel. Bro. Peanut concoction. Slaps, man. <laughs> it slaps. Okay. But she said, she, we was walking, she said, I'm so happy you're here. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, if you weren't here, um, she's like, normally I have to do this walk on my own. And like, obviously, it's a completely different dynamic if she's mm, yeah. by herself versus with me. Mm. Uh, but anyway, back to the analogy. She said that if you're walking and just minding your own business and a guy tries to like interrupt your energy or your vibe, okay. it's like, imagine sitting at home peacefully reading a book and someone just kicks the door down and slaps the book out of your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like. And that could just come from a, a, a crass comment. Yeah. Yeah. It could come from someone trying to like, you know, move to the... To the, to the woman and like try to get a number or whatever but yeah. he, what gives you the right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you see like if you're not getting any signal or any reception from a woman like don't don't come with that in it mm. do you know what I'm trying to say and yeah. we've all got friends we've all got brothers um, and we all um, we've all probably been in a situation where we might have have been that guy in it mm. yeah, trying to yeah, talk yeah. To, a, to a woman at, like after a club or whatever so the point I'm trying to make is that there's so many examples of this and to, to right. kind of piggyback off what you said, it happens all over the world. Mm, yeah. So I think the important thing to start this conversation, because it's an ongoing one, is to talk a little bit about some of those things, right? Like some of those things that men do yeah. that shape up this mindset within women. No, so, I think like prior to that, I think what precedes it, because I was doing a lot of time thinking like, where does all this stem from? So similar to racism, this is a world that was built 
from a man's point of view. Yeah. It was yeah. it's, everything in this world was built to favor men or by men. And then I think I was just looking through like when women had the right to vote. Some of those like first key moments, first key moments. And then you just realize that like this, what it was. It was amazing. It's like when you go in. It's like when you go abroad and you you brought it up with a, you brought it up with a plug. It's like okay, cool. You're in England and you come over to Europe and your plug doesn't fit mm. because the system there wasn't made. Yeah, well, you, so then so that's that's, that's a different one. mindset completely. So it's understanding that is understanding where these issues have. I mean, we've all read story of uh, Henry VIII and mm. all those guys. That, you know, the concubines. All those. All the, all that mentality doesn't just um, disappear. Mm. It manifests itself yeah. and evolves yeah. in other things. It, you know, it infiltrates um, music. Like music, you know, how do they, how do, how do they call women in, mm. in yeah. music? What did they show women doing in music videos? And in films. And how many yeah. times have you seen like a nipple or breath for no reason? You understand? Yeah. But you don't see it of the, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, so like, like the, the male gaze is a thing, right? Yeah. You understand? Yeah. 100%. So all, all these, 100%. All, all these things evolve over time and even and education same in racism where education is important the games that we used to play in primary school like like kiss chase for instance mm. looking back at that 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 puts that's a weird looking back at it that's a weird game yeah. to be openly uh promoted if you look at the concept of what what it is or you know the 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 school prom or how the emphasis is oh you need to secure a date for this or that you're you're rejected, and then that puts pressure on a guy to try and maybe mm. uh, forcefully speak to women or trying to get her to be his girlfriend or come to the prom. So when, so I just started unpackaging, look, looking at where, what's the genesis of this, and then when you go back, you just tend to look like this is really is a world that was not designed uh, for for women, and as a such, these are the consequences yeah. because it's an evolution of the mindset, which is, 100%. and that's where it just got very heavy and very uh, depressing. Just saying, like, wow, we really. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. have such a long way to go in this world to even getting anywhere close to what it should be. Yeah, I want to totally circle back just to quickly, and I, I, I fully agree with you, Stephen, man. Like, you definitely have to look at the genesis of where we've come from and how this world was created. But like, I, just just to say, just to go back to how we got to this conversation, I think the reason why we are able to have this conversation now is because we've understood that there's a spectrum. There's a wide spectrum of things that you can talk about. Yes, at the end of it is these heinous acts that are happening with people that potentially yeah. that we cannot talk to that are crazy, that have, that have these sick like thoughts in their mind to do these things. But however... As you said, Stephen, if you're looking at a genesis, it's come from somewhere, which means that there is a whole 
there's a whole list of things that, and I think I only understood this when I actually put the question out to people and I got these responses from some, some of the women that did come back to me. Because then you're like, oh, something as, as like what we might say, like someone said to me, oh, I had to change the way that I dress or stop dressing a certain way because of the ways that men would come and talk to me. And it's like, it's like someone should be, someone should feel comfortable enough to dress however they want to feel and to before, before someone go, feels the right that they need to go and speak to them in a certain way or mm. or be part, as you said, knock that book out of their hand. You, have, you know what I mean? So mm. I think we, we've been able to have this conversation now because I think where we've been able to go away and research and speak to our friends, our families, that there's a whole list of microaggressions and little different things that but not even research about. Kieran because we've li- like lived and we've lived this. it yeah 100% we've, we've seen we've this seen with it. people like friends family exactly so partners I, so I was I was wondering if like if I should read some of the things that I've said and then got into like how certain things that we've seen that might have affected us and the way that we might have been moving or people that we've seen that have moved when I say we I mean men in general right mm. um um, yeah, so I don't know. Do, do you want me to go read some of the, the responses that we came out, or do you want to continue talking until we get to that point? Let's just have a natural convo, man. Whatever, yeah. like whenever we get to there, we'll, we'll get yeah, to there. And if cool. if there's stuff that came from it that you think is a good kickstart to the conversation, then let's go, bro. Yeah, because like so for for instance, yeah, like so I, I sent out this message, and um, some of the responses was just like. Um, first one was like have more conversations with men right that was the general consensus that was one of the ones have more conversations with yeah with men amongst ourselves that was one of the general consensus that came out from these these responses that I was getting Um, Mm -hmm. another one was like be aware when you're in a group of guys and make space on sidewalks like that's something Mm. so like so small but again if a woman's walking by herself and you're in a group of guys we're oblivious to the fact because we might just be enjoying our time talking da 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 da, da. but mm. at the same time that person they could have in their mind like oh I don't know what could happen when I mm. walk through these, this group of guys so it's you like you had an interesting uh, story yeah, didn't yeah, you Kwame yeah, about that you shared with us yeah I did actually um, are you happy to talk about it? yeah I, just, I think it's important man yeah no no it is it's like um, but yeah on uh, maybe I don't know when 31 Maybe uh, it would have been 10, 9 years ago. So I finished my, my shift at my retail job, coming home on my street. Now, my street, for the most part, has been of the same people. But then at the end of it, because of the gentrification, there was a uh, a new inflow of, like, what you call students because of the universities nearby. Mm. So become a lot more young and international. So then I'm walking home, and there's a lady in front of me. Walking and towards you. No, no, no. Like we're walking on, we're walking on the same path, but she's some way away. Maybe she's in the like, same direction. Yeah. Both, okay. Uh, but she's like maybe like maybe like fifty meters in front of me. It's very dark though, so I'm walking, um, and then I sense that she, her her pace is quickening. Mm-hmm. She turned back and she's seen me, and that has and that has like unsettled her, right? And then I'm like, okay. Then she's like, even more like her, like she's like she's gathering speed, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then uh, maybe some seconds later, she like breaks into a run and crosses the road. And but the whole time, and I wasn't on my phone. I, I didn't have my hood. I was walking like 
I'm black, but she could see that. Mm. Like she could see me, right? Mm. She was she was a white woman or a white lady, sorry, or woman. Well, I'm saying sorry. And then um, and then um, and I was like, raw. And then she like at the end, she like bolted off into a full run opposite the road. Or like, yeah, across the other street. So obviously to me, it's like it's a it was racial. Yeah, and it's apparent that she was nervous. You understand? Like Petrified for her life. Like I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's not living somewhere that she thinks it's, it's normal to run every day from someone. But then I, for a very long time, up until maybe this week, I saw it as like a race attack. Not an attack, but I saw it as a race issue. Mm. And after I was like, I think she saw someone on her on on her street or wherever she was walking to that was black or a man. No, black, a black man. And she felt unsafe by that, you know. I think some of us have had, like, the handbag treatment, you know. When, mm-hmm. But I was like, oh. And I made it about myself. Now, I have no idea. And this lady, woman probably, probably doesn't listen to the Out of Home. So we'll never know unless she listens what, what happened. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. And so I made it about myself. I made it about a racial thing. I made it that I was walking to my house, not doing anything suspicious or violent. And this woman felt um, unsafe because of my skin color. And now it's like, raw. she could have just been unsafe because it was dark and she might have thought a man was following her home. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's the first time, like, thinking about this. I, I don't want to say I'm apologizing because I don't feel guilty per se, but I have to be aware that, yeah. like, there was a, a total valid point of view and I was just ignoring it. You understand? I remember one time at work in London, I, I was telling people about what happened to me. And this, this woman called Sarah was like, oh, call me, like, maybe it wasn't racial. And I was totally, like, totally, like, totally dismissive of her. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, I, I don't think she gets it. Mm. You understand? Now, like I said, we'll never know. But until this week, I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. like she put me in that box, rightly so, because it's a box that exists. Yeah. You understand? Mm. But up until this stage, I thought it was a, a, um, a, a racial issue. And she thought it was a safety issue. You understand? Mm, yeah, yeah. Which is mad. And like, no. yeah, sorry. So that's my experience. And I, I, when you said that, I was surprised. But I actually think it's a lot. It's very good to talk about. 100%. And, and um, yeah, sorry, Stephen. I think it's, it is very good to talk about. Because I think, um, similarly to you, I think, and maybe you guys also have this, like from the earliest age, I've been aware that as a black male at night, um, that that causes terror for people, mm. um, not just from, from both, from all angles. So from early, I've always just walked the other side of the road, not because I was trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable, but because I was aware that somehow my presence was affecting mm. other people. So I would just genuinely just try and, okay, cool, I'm just going to remove myself from that situation. So where it's interesting is like, we've been on nights out and, um, you know, typically at the end of the night out, um, you always have a group of men that... We're not trying to pull in it. We're not, we're not, but the ones I I really do not understand is the ones that we're not in a club, but have all packed themselves in time. Some like Fiat Punto and are doing the, (laughs) doing the the rotation round. And that that was always weird to me. And I never understood that. Which happens across the world, by the way. It happens across the world. I I never understood that. But like, then you, so sometimes I've seen, I've seen a girl and I've seen like guys trying to talk to her. So what I've done is I've just asked another girl or someone in that group to just pay attention there because also I was just aware because I'm from earlier I've been aware that just being a black man people are mm. afraid of you or have some sort of trepidation towards you so I would never go and intervene 
directly because also I also have a fear that that situation I could come across or she may, um, that might make things worse basically. Mm. So I would always try and find someone nearby or if I was going out with my my white friends as well, um, like Josh, Chris or Harry, I would just say to them, okay, cool. I think she needs some help. Like, mm. do you guys, can you guys go and help or assist? Like I always felt like I wasn't able to go and handle that directly because I always felt that that might escalate or mm. come across in a different way. So like all this week, like when it happened, I was just like reflecting on like those, especially outside of a club because a lot of like, now looking back, a lot of weird stuff happens outside of a mm-hmm. club in, in those And stuff hours. that allows what we're talking about to, to thrive. To, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, to transpire. So that's kind of like where my head got out. And I don't know if you guys have been in those situations or things like that. I think that. every, like every all of us have, man. And yeah. um, do you know what actually what I tried to do I tried to think back, have I ever been one of those guys that makes a woman feel unsafe? Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe I've, I've been like an idiot and haven't been like the most, like much of a gentleman, should I say. Yeah. But I've always been aware of how I make a, a person feel, like yeah. regardless of who they are in it. Mm. Um, and I think I've got friends who maybe don't think like me in it yeah. and are a bit more forward, a bit more blunt. And I've I've always tried to pull them up, maybe like not as strongly as I could have. Yeah. I've always said to like, bro, allow it, like, come mm-hmm. on, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember one time, and this is this is mad. Like, I remember one time, um, my boy like brought a girl back to his house, in it, and we was all there, mm. we was all chilling, and he brought her back, and I I just said like, bro, this is dodgy, in it, like this, the, we're all chilling, you've brought her back, mm. like, it's it's a bit weird, like. Yeah, yeah. And she and it was Halloween as well, so she wore right. this real, really like, yeah. She wasn't. It was, it was, yeah. I, I hope I don't sound disrespectful by saying she wasn't doing herself any favors. No, no. It was a. It was. A, it was very a revealing, revealing outfit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Any um, day of the week. Yeah. 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 Um, and she came back with him, and regardless of whether it was like she had consented, which she did to come back, I I just said to him, bro, like. This feels off in it. Yeah. Like, like, please, let's like, send her home in an Uber or whatever because this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And he was a little bit drunk, but once I had reason with him, he was like, nah, do you know what? I understand. I get it in it. Because something could have happened consensually, mm-hmm. but even so, like, she might have felt pressure to do something. Yeah, yeah. She could, I'm, I'm sure she's, she felt very uncomfortable with the fact that there were other people in the house and she, they were there alone in the bedroom in it. I just thought it was really weird. So I've always tried to, if I see weird situations, try to like have those conversations with my boys. But that's kind of my experience within those realms. And um, when I hear stories from my sisters, Mm -hmm. from friends, from my girl now, it really makes me realize that, you know, some men are just built differently. Like we think very courteously, Stephen gave an example recently when he, um, he left a woman because... Maybe it's not the best experience. <laughs> but I'm, what I'm trying yeah, to say is we've never yeah, been those savage guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you know, do, you know, guys. do you know what I would I'd say? Like, and I, I think we've all we've all been in a situation where um someone, even ourselves, may have been maybe maybe been like not thoughtful enough of the situation potentially, you know. And I think it have been normalized in it. I think we touched upon it earlier by um saying like the media, music, 
film, all of this stuff. Like, can you be specific on behavior though? Do you mean like chasing women? Yeah, like just the way, like the way we approach women. So, so for instance, yeah, there's a there's a um, there's a scene. I think it's in Kidulthood, and um, I think Mooney goes to talk to a girl. She pars him, and she's like, "Are oh, you my size?" That? that one? No, I think he's even like. Your butters anyway, or something like that. Look, how many, oh, yeah, how many yeah, times have you heard that, yeah. that on the road when a man, a man might get pawed and he, to save his grace in front of his boys, he's saying butters oh, means ugly. Yeah. By the way, for yeah. me, like, oh, your yeah. butters anyway. Like that, those things we'd laugh at growing up in it because to us that's mm. funny in it. But what it does is normalizes behaviors to be disrespectful to a woman. Yeah, and that's this is why we need to have these conversations because, and this is the point I was trying to make earlier. There's a spectrum in it. Yes, we potentially can't talk to those men that have these horrible thoughts in their mind. But the thing is that there's certain things that, say, for instance, a man might be too forceful when he talks to a woman. Or yeah. he might he might hold, like, he might grab her arm to, to talk to her before he's even said hello. He hasn't even, like, said, oh, hey, do you mind if I speak to you? Do you know what I mean? And, like, those are things that I think we need to start to readdress and rethink about. Because in actual fact, what we're doing is putting a woman in... Not fear, but like we're not putting them in a situation where, you know, they are in control. When you have a conversation, this is about balance, and it? it's about having mm. two people that are willing to have that conversation. If you put someone in an uncompromising situation, then that's the that's the issue. I think it's relearning the things that the things or the behaviors or or some of the some of the um things we've learned that have become normalized. And like for me, I can I can sit down. I've been in like changing rooms. I've been in. I've been in rooms where men are talking about women in a way where you're like, rah. And being a young and impressionable person as well, like, I learned a lot from my friends growing up in it. And We all did. Yeah, exactly. Our friends influenced us exactly, a lot, right? Exactly. And I think there is a, there's also pressure on boys to be the, the alpha or the main guy or the top that guy. That guy. That guy. Do you know what I mean? And I think with that, it becomes like, being that guy is like, Oh, how many how many girls are you talking to, or how many mm. girls have you had yeah. sex with? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that type of that type of rhetoric that we're having within ourselves as young men transforms if you don't have the ability to realize that that's not the behavior that you're supposed to be moving with as you become a man, in it. And as the, yeah, go, bro. No, I was gonna say linked into that. I wanted to get your like um, or everyone's thoughts on this one because I feel like also as you were talking about the learned stuff as well. There's some there's some behavior or energy around just a man being persistent. Cause how many times have like you we've all been out or somewhere and you've seen like maybe one of your boy trying and just like, yo, no, it's man. clearly not working. Yeah. Yeah. But like there's some sort of badge around I said, no, 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 yeah, yeah. I can I can turn this around. Mm. And it's well, almost like, yeah, no, I just need no and other people be like, no, no, yeah, no, it just needs, yeah, just give him time. And and it's like that kind of um, not the ability not to take a no mm. which I always found weird because like for me if, and girl told me not like just my pride wouldn't allow I would just go back in my corner okay cool and I'd I'd, I'd move away because it's just like it just felt weird to go beyond that after someone's well, yeah. expressed that sorry I yeah. just to jump on well, he made a good point about like man being persistent but sometimes it's not even through action sometimes it's just be looking or leering you understand yeah. like sometimes you get to a stage where you get to a feeling where you're looking so much you make someone uncomfortable yeah. mm. sometimes maybe you guys have had it I've had it but I'm like 
Kwame, you ain't said something. I take my time sometimes. Oh, but I'm like, am I am I staring too much? Yeah. You understand? Like, if I'm staring too much, then I might get uncomfortable. Then it's an issue. If if I if if I'm staring too much and I say something and it, and it, she, she's like, no, nah, then I'm like, fuck. But yeah. I move on. But like, we also have to think that it's not just sometimes. Actually, sometimes it's just behavior or like just your energy per se. You understand? If you keep looking mm. at someone, that can be just as scary. Sorry, yeah. You no, no, no. I, I think everything we're talking about is connected yeah. because where does that persistence come from? Why yeah. why is that man trying so hard? What does he want yeah. from that woman? It's usually driven, the motivator is sex. Yeah. You know, and men think with their dicks quite a lot. They do. So I think it's retraining and relearning. Like, I think we really need to cut out this narrative of promiscuity amongst men. Like, mm. it doesn't matter how many girls you slept with, bro. It's calm, innit? Yeah. Like, mm. It really does amount. And I think we're talking for a, from a position of privilege where we've got older and we realize that now, innit? Yeah. But when you're like, let's all be real, yeah? Like, please admit to it. How many men, how many of you men have slept with a girl just for the sake of sleeping with Of course them? you have. Yeah, everyone has. Like, we've all done it, innit? Yeah. We've all done it. And it's not until, again, we're speaking from a position of privilege where we're older and we have more knowledge. But to anyone who's listening, there's like, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's so... I don't want to demean the moment that you have with that person who might find it special. But like, don't do... Don't have sex for the sake of having sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really pointless. You know, you, you never know the impact it's having on the other person because, what, you, you have sex in them once and you ghost them. You know, like... And, I think that motivator needs to change. And, do you know, I think the thing that's prevalent in that, I think a lot of that is music and the culture around yeah. music because, um, like... My mom and dad were very particular about the music that I was yeah. um, okay. listening. I didn't understand it at the time, but like my parents, like there's a certain energy that you're channeling when you're listening to it's certain true. music. Hits you, yeah, bro. which I obviously when being young, it's just like just just doesn't like rapping. It just say you don't like rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as you get older, you kind of get it. But like I think at that young age, I think a lot of it. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of it comes from music and the culture around music, sport as well, but I really get a sense that music has a lot to play. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. I think for, and Kay, jump in as well. Like, I think for me, it's my upbringing, my surroundings. Yeah. Like, especially, bro, especially coming from the Caribbean. Like, I know yeah. it's a joke in the ends, but honestly, like, people in the Caribbean lose their men, lose their virginity very, 10, very 11. Early, man. 10, yeah, 11. Very, as, very a, early. as a standard, yeah. bro. And it's calm. Yes. Like, if you, like and then people will look at you and be like, right, have you, have you had sex yet? Like, and yeah. if you have, it's a trophy almost. Let's like, all right, yeah, cool. Exactly. So we'll write a passage almost. Exactly. And that narrative has kind of sprung onto you subconsciously mm. almost as well, right? And I think growing up in the ends as well, you know, those people having sex 12, 13, 14. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, bro. And it's worn like a, a badge of honor, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Oh, 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 you haven't been yet? Yeah. yeah, there's almost a... Pre- oh, 15 and so you, a half, innit? Bro? So you remember, like, I'm like, I'm looking at... I'm, I'm like, obviously, i got my younger brothers now. And, like, they're coming to the age where they're starting to think about girls in a different way, innit? And, mm-hmm. like, you can see the pressures on, on them from society and, and the world around yeah. them where it's like, rah, like, this man's lost his virginity. They even lost it. Or, like, he's had, he's had sex... Do you know what mm. I mean? And it's even that needs to change. Like, lose it. You, you have sex in it. Is what is what is virginity, bro? Like, it's a it's a male constructed idea that mm-hmm. that was meant to preserve 
or the preserve the idea of a woman being a delicate flower. Like that's all bullshit, yeah. really and truly. Mm-hmm. So what 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 I was saying is that there's a pressure on us as young men because of the, the maybe maybe it's music, maybe it's society as well, and or and the media to be like, yo, I need to I need to have sex. Because if I don't, then people around me are going to think that I'm this and I'm, I'm that. And I think a lot of this behavior is driven by, as you said, that the want or the lust of, of a woman, in it? And I think what what we need to, to do or what we need to start to really understand is like, the, the, <laughs> shit, man. The, 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 world that we, the world that we live in is, is changing, but the, mm-hmm. the ideas that we have are still very much rooted in the patriarchy and, and, and yeah. misogynism. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's so, so important for us to just, to be thoughtful when it comes to dealing with... I think that's women. it. I think that's it, Kay. You hit the nail on the head because we're also not preaching and saying, guys, you're not allowed to have sex anymore. No. By no means. If you're single and living your life, your life do your bro. thing. Do your thing. Do, your, like, do what makes you happy. But I think it's the approach and it's it's about being considerate and some men listening to this might think oh now I have to be soft and like we all know the whole the whole adage of like women like a bad boy you can still have your bad boy flex bro <laughs> but you can also still be respectful in it yeah, yeah and yeah. I think that's where we need to be a bit more forthcoming in our message to other men yeah, where it's, it's like yo you can still have your edge you can still be that wavy guy but just be respectful like yeah. you're I don't think the chances are very high of you meeting the woman of your dreams late at night while you're both walking to Albert Heinberg. Do you get me? But if yeah, you do, yeah, but yeah. if you do, yeah, 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 yeah. if you do still, see an attractive yeah. woman still and you feel compelled respect, to have a conversation, yeah. my first, like, just read the room, innit? Yeah. My yeah. thing would be like, listen, I know it's super late, it's dark, you probably yeah. think I'm a creep. Yeah. I just, I had to come and talk to you, innit? And, yeah. and just see what happens. Yeah. If it's a no, it's a no, it's, calm. It's, it's and if it's a no, shout. it's a no, Your my size, yeah. your princess, mm, yeah. your baby girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's a no, big man, go and buy your microwave popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Go back home and chill. Trust me. I watch the day, bro. Or, yeah. or, or cricket highlights. Or, what, or anime. Whatever you're going to do. You, whatever yeah. floats your boat, bro. Yeah. Do you know another thing I think it would be helpful as well? I think for like, younger men to have more, like, female friends as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, because I feel like um, mm. that at that young age, it, it's weird because primary school is all about, no, I don't like girls. And then it's like that... In that kind, voice as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Taking me back. Um, but then it kind of, like, evolves, moves, and changes. But I think, like, now, I think when we've all had, like, women in our lives or friends there, yeah. they're able to, like, tell you stuff from a different perspective yeah. that you may not we would never even know, realize oh, about yourself. And it just know. leads to... Yep. Healthy concert, no, I saying we so we would never everything. know, innit? Like to yeah. to, to, to touch back on what Yaf was saying about um, the the places that we grew up in, we grew up in very toxic environments, bro. Like if you really deep it, like South London, <laughs> the ends where we are, where we're from, the people that we knew, like not not saying that they were purposefully like that. That was just because of like by the de- not by design, but by just by interaction, it's environment, and environment. bro. It's environment. Like, yeah. The people that mm. the people that I've been around, yeah. And thankfully, a lot of them have changed and a lot of them have grown. They have, a lot of them have to, like very toxic masculine energy in it to the point mm. where you have to even question yourself to be like, and question your boys. Like, you have to talk to your, like, my, the reason why we want to have this conversation is like to have this conversation. I have hoped that we have this conversation so that more men can have a conversation with their boys and just rethink the way that they approach things. Because it's, we've been in 
a, a, a place or in, a, in an environment where it's okay to just call a girl, oh, she's dead, or say, oh, she's a, she's, she's, she's a junge, or she's, she's, she's a slut, or whatever, because of the way she's moving. But she can move however she wants to move. Because you, you move how you, you, move how you yeah, want to. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? I've been moving. Mm. Yeah. And I'm building that, even the language as well. Like, I think we've all... Like being there and questioning it in our mind. But even when someone says, Yeah, I beat a thing. If you actually break that down, yeah, man. Beat That's a sex ting. in general though, to huh? be honest. Like every whatever language you you speak, the, the slang word for sex is always usually something quite Crass. aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying even that fuck. I, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that when you when you when you pray, because language puts your mind in a certain space. Like yeah. if Kwame says a different word. Um, yeah, my, my, my mind is in a different yeah, frame yeah. of mind. If, if, if I say last night we had relations, you're like, oh, okay, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm, like painting a picture of candles, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, candles, like, like, toes curling, at the end. <laughs> but they're, they're way there. But like, um, when said, oh, I, there's so many ways you could explain sex, bro. You were like, raw last night, man, battered it, fam. It's yeah, like, or yeah. smashed, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even like those languages, just like even like a younger age, just pull it out and says, like, nah. Don't say that. Mm. Say say actually how you feel and not like what you think the man didn't want to hear. But so then like, I, men are basic though, isn't it? But then oh. do you know what? I kind of like, I, I agree they to are. an extent because if you've oh. got a girlfriend and that you, you two have been to, like, if you say you smashed your girlfriend, like, maybe you actually did. Like, yeah, but I mean, for, 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 for me, that's what optics change, isn't it? Yeah. Because if she's a girlfriend, then I'm hoping if I'm your yeah. friend, I know her. So some some respect needs to be paid per se. Exactly. But my, my point is more around. But that answer what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can yeah. be frank because I'm I'm saying like you can <laughs> you can still speak a certain way, but it has to be you just think about how, how you're being when it comes think, to respect. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the optics yeah. of it. So then, yes. then um, all I'm saying in addition to that is that we need to maybe broaden the language so that yeah. every every man can find his his spectrum. Not every guy is every wanted, person as well. Yeah, every yeah. every person. Not everyone is wanting to smash or batter. Some people want to caress, but, but, maybe or something you, like that. You, you know what I said, caress. You know what I said, men are so basic. Like maybe we can open up, but I know some man have been like, yeah, but last night me and that thing in it. But no, like obviously, like. Like, man didn't kiss, though. It was like, wait. What do you mean? So, if you did, am I seeing you as a weak yeah. man? You understand? Like, but, if you, you know, do you want to But this is a form of intimacy or, like, being... Just, to me, that's a basic primary Toxic action, isn't it? Yeah, 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 you understand, isn't it? Well. No, like, man didn't kiss her, though, because, like, man don't like her, innit, bro? Like, but, but, but that's also, like, the mask that... Yeah. Because they've only been shown, like, one type of way or one type of thing, every man believes that they need to put that mask on in yeah, order to yeah. connect. But that's why if you can broaden the language and broaden the experiences, then, like, you can have a much... Rich, and you'll find out that men are actually quite more complicated than we give ourselves oh, credit, yeah, yeah, credit yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. But we're, like, we're humans, we're all complicated. How many times have you, like, liked a girl when you were younger or even when you were older, you told your brethren and they're laughing? Like... They're like, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, or yeah, yeah. They're like, or <laughs> like, I'm feeling this girl's like, what, you're whipped, fam. It's like, and yeah, then, and then yeah, you're like, yeah. then you're yeah. like, oh, no, no, I'm not. And then you start to move differently. Like, mm. bro, I'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I have been, I, I've been, I've been, um, I, I've been afraid of telling someone that, oh yeah, man's in love or man feels for this for someone because of the reaction that I might get. And then mm. what that intend up, what that. End, 
tends up um, ends up doing is you internalize that. So then you even take that energy that your friend has given to you into the, the the place that you're supposed to be finding comfort in. Do you know what I mean? So you act a different way, and then that's. So you mean you say that to the woman? Yeah, is that that's what, what I mean. So, yeah, okay, so like, yeah, yeah. So for instance, if you, if you say for instance, I said to you man, man's in love, innit? And then you man laugh. I'm like. Right, these men think I'm soft. I can't. You manifest that energy yeah. towards and, mm. and give it to yeah. her. Yeah, so it. and and I think that's and this is why these conversations are important because it's, it's okay to be vulnerable, isn't it? In fact, I th- mm. I personally think that the, the the highest form of strength is to be vulnerable and open, isn't it? 100. And that's one thing that I've learned over the last few years. But I think like that's not something that's commonly known or or respected within and amongst men. Because there's so many, there's so much like conversation and language around like, you need to be a real man, you need to be this, you need to be that. But really and truly, being a real man is showing respect. Being a real man is being showing compassion. And being a real man is sh- like being able to look and talk, talk the truth and be open and honest with somebody. Do you get me? So when I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm getting here. When, <laughs> when I'm... Go true, bro. When, when I'm like, when I'm, when I'm thinking about these, these conversations, that's why I was like, we need to have it because as people that want to change the world and as people that want to be leaders within our fields and people that want to be men and 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 role models for youngers as well we have to show them how to move forward and this is the only Mm. way that we get to a place where women genuinely feel safe is if we change our actions and it and our thoughts so yeah like yeah yeah, i think it also comes from a lot of insecurity and 100 percent man you're being persistent because you've been told no and now you're insecure and like... What? what yeah, for what? Like, she, 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 she's not having it? Exactly. Nah, bro. Man, I, I got this. Yeah, I got right? this. Yeah. It's taking a bit long, isn't it? But man's got this. Or like, you know, we, we don't know the, the nuances of what happened in some of the individual cases we've um, covered and what have been covered in the media, but I'm sure it comes from some form of insecurity within the man. Yeah. You know, like, who like maybe his masculinity was questioned or... You know, like he was told no, and then it kind of, you know, I, I just think. Do you, do you know? Well, I read to that point. I read somewhere, um, which is true, is just that the role of men or is changing, and I think that's catching a lot of people out. The definition of what it is to be a man mm-hmm. is changing. And I feel a lot of people are still um, caught in that well. iOS update of not, not quite knowing <laughs> like what what, what iOS they are. Update, yeah. So it's just like, but the yes. software is just corrupted, and they're trying to figure. So like. I think it's just now's a the, a great time to just collectively just say, look, times are changing, and there's an opportunity to redefine uh, what that means. Most definitely, what, yeah. What that looks like, what the behaviors are, because in the long journey towards equality, if that is the goal, then naturally men's be, roles need to, to have to change because mm-hmm. the way it was before it was like 100 percent this way so if you're trying to get to equality then it means the conversation about being the breadwinner suddenly doesn't become part of the language anymore and that means men have to be okay that they're not the breadwinner which is a very different place to where they've been so what i feel is like it's just like the intersection of change is what's causing like a lot of um um Friction, friction yeah. yeah, friction right now. So I don't know if you men have seen it like that as well. Um, yeah, man, like, I think we're really lucky that we work in industries because we're we're talking from a place of privilege. Like I'm going to say Big the time. third yeah. or fourth yeah. time yeah. today. Big time. We're talking from a place of privilege where we have, we work in industries where it's essentially our jobs to be on the forefront of what's happening in the world. True. And know what's happening in the world. True. We don't live in a bubble. You know, we're around super open-minded people. Like, I'm sitting next to a girl, a woman to my left, who is from India, bro. 
She's fully from India. Whereabouts mm. in India are you from, Ankiya? I can't repeat what Ankiya <laughs> But she's from India, bro. So, like, so you, in terms of perspective and whatnot, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not living in a bubble. Mm, mm, you know, mm. we're not around these uh, toxic environments. So we are talking from a place of privilege, innit? Like, I think that's very important to yeah. acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I do think is that there's so much within society that is changing, to your point, Stephen. And we're kind of like a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. I think it now needs to sort of translate to, to those areas where these things are happening. And I think my biggest thing, like my biggest challenge to men is just read the room. Mm. Like understand a situation, understand how it might make a woman feel. Yeah. Understand how you how like if you're Kwame and you're walking down your street and then a woman crosses the road, understand where that comes from, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, like, yeah, yeah. not to say that you didn't. No, no yeah, 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 exactly. No, but just by the way, just to clarify, because just in case I remember, the, I remember what happened to Stephen, like, at no time did I speak yeah, yeah, or no yeah. time did I, like, quicken my pace or ask her a question. I just kept walking and at some point I slowed. I was like, raw. So, it, you understand, like, yeah. those distance. It wasn't like I was like, yeah, but yeah, sorry. No, 100. Just clarify. Yeah. And I just think... Man, man's turning me into a case study, right? <laughs> you, you are think you the can... case study, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are the... You can... Mandem can still be wavy. You can still be fly. You can still have sauce. You can still have game. But just be respectful, bro. Mm. Like, that's my number one message to any man that's listening. Make women feel comfortable, yeah. innit? Like, True. understand yeah. women's roles in society. Understand the benefit that women have. Yeah. And, and uh, provide... And don't be disrespectful to them. I think that's the most important. Like, yeah. Women are queens. Every single woman is, regardless yeah. of what you've seen, what you've heard about her, women are queens, yeah. innit? If, you see, if, you, if you've heard something like about a woman being promiscuous, you don't know her story, you don't know where she comes from. And also, you're probably doing twice as worse, big man. Uh, and uh, also, if that's an issue... If she, said, if she said yes to you, I don't think there'll be an issue with that. You understand, isn't it? So you get me. You, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't mind that promiscuity. Yeah, so it's just changing thought processes to Stephen's points. Changing thought process and just make like... My thing is, is like, how would you treat your mum? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You get me? Like, if this was your mum walking down the road... Your auntie even, isn't it? How yeah, would you yeah, treat her, yeah. innit? And yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. where I'm going to close off. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, a, that's a good one. And I like the... Um, I was just thinking, you know, when... Kieran was talking about oh saying butters, just just learn to normalize saying oh she's not my type. Like d- just because she's not your type or something doesn't mean she's ugly. So you're, not just means, type, you're not her type. You're not her type. Yeah, just it's means not, she's not your type. That's fine. It doesn't mean she's ugly or not. It just means she's just not into you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Keep it moving, bro. There's so many women in the world that would like would would surely have you and approach you or be happy that you've approached them. This one just wasn't yeah. the one. It might have been a bad day. Yeah. But don't take it as like, yeah. oh, I need to now show her that I'm a man and it didn't affect me. Nah, bro, keep yeah. it moving, keep it stepping, keep it humble. You know what I'm saying? Um, Love that. But I would also say and add to this, like, this is a conversation that I believe is ongoing. It's a conversation that 100%. we're going to continue to have as well and hopefully take it away from this pod and also onto this pod as well. We don't know all the answers. We were just having this conversation as four brothers that want to make a change in this world, didn't it? So please do give us some feedback on it. Let us know how... We need more perspectives. More perspectives. And speaking of perspectives, Ankia is in the room, so I would like to give her the mic just to <laughs> share any thoughts or any stories as well. So I'm going to hand over to her quickly. Hey, guys. Hey, Kiki. Um, hi, miss, miss you, you <laughs> so much. I'm actually wearing your T-shirt. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so my first ever memory of my mother is me holding her hand and walking through a market and some guy reaches over and grabs her boob while we're walking and my mom is so used to shit like this happening like every other woman in India doesn't even bat an eyelid turns around slaps him across the face and continues walking oh, oh. and i was like what the fuck and i turn around and look back and 50 people have jumped on this guy and started belting the fuck out of him and i was like first of all you deserve that motherfucker second of all i'm like that's my first memory of my mother how, how, how old were you i was like four Jeez. or something like that what like that's my first memory of my mother and so imagine that being your first memory and how that kind of defines who you are as a person when i first moved to the netherlands every time i'd go to like a club or a bar and a guy would come and talk to me my first reaction would, would always be like what do you want what the fuck do you want <laughs> no seriously and 100%. people would literally be like you need to chill out like people are just trying to talk to you and stuff and but i'm like i i couldn't Yeah. I couldn't figure out yeah, yeah. what to do with this because I'm like your 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 guard has been built up already, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like I don't know who you are. I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. And like most of the time it is this conversation of like oh, you're not into me. And like the other day I went uh I went on a date, not the other day, but a while ago I went on a date and obviously you could tell that I was not feeling this person. Like it was like super fucking clear. Okay, so I was like, "Okay, gotta go," and he was like, "Oh, but I'm feeling you," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I just said I'm not feeling you," and he goes, "Oh, okay. Is it is it this thing? Is it that thing?" I'm like, "No, bro. It's like your fucking weird ass. Like I really like crow story that you told me, which was like really weird." I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, no, no, no. Only fans. Only, only fans. Three ninety nine a month. You could be listening to all these stories. Excuse me, it's an expensive Only fans. Okay, it's like twelve euros. It's like YouTube Premium. Tune in for the discount But, code. Yeah. So guys, please just don't make women feel awkward. Don't make us have to like fucking cross the road just because you're there in the night. Like it's really fucking stressful. I have to say, it's really fucking stressful. And as a person that has like dealt with male violence, yeah. a lot, mm. a lot. I have literally been beaten yeah. in the face by a man. I literally had the inside of my mouth almost ripped out. My mouth was in pieces because this guy couldn't handle the fact that I rejected him mm. at a club. He beat the. He threw me down five flights of stairs, and beat the shit out of me. Telling me because I got upset that he was trying to pull my skirt in the middle of a club, and I was like, "Don't fucking touch me," in front of his friends. Yeah, that's why he hit me. I couldn't eat solid food for one month, and this was during my final final exams. In university, I had to give thirty-three exams. I couldn't eat. It was it was just the worst experience of my life, and that is not even that is just like one thing that has happened to me. And if I start like listing out the amount of things that have happened from microaggressions to literally getting pulverized in the face, we are going to be here all night. So please, just fucking be cool. Yeah, just. 
Be cool. That's all I ask. Mic drop. And Kia with the final word. I think we need to make that consistent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like um, in um, in Jerry Springer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? I don't know. I was thinking more. Don't compare. I know. I, I, I know. I'm making light of of the ending. <laughs> I know. I'm making light of the ending, but like those events that you listed are ridiculous. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine that. And again, I, like we use the word privilege. Yeah. yeah. This is the fifth time I'm going to say it now. Like we come from a, a privileged position, and we don't understand these things. So. Kieran, bro, thank you for bringing this towards us. No, no, thank you um, for having the conversation. Not to man. say we weren't thinking about it, but you really pushed it and wanted to make it happen. And I think it's an important conversation to have. Right. And like we said at the beginning, conversation leads to action, in it? So um, I'm interested to see where we can take it, how we evolve this conversation and what the reception is. And um, yeah, man, like let's, let's continue trying to change the narrative. For sure, man. Oh, shit, we did an intro. Or did we? You the outro then. You've been listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Stephen, and Kwame. And the one and only Ankita. Yes, sir. Yo, wait. Peace. Hey, hey you hey, lot. You lot and the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. <laughs>